Hey guys, this is Connor with Conquest HP, and this is Multivitamins, Greens, and the Unexamined Life, which is a post uh, on my website, conquesthp.com. Uh, if you'd rather read than listen, then you can check it out there. I'll try to link below if I can figure out how to do that. And otherwise, just enjoy. I take a multivitamin pill every morning. I'm not sure why I take it, but I do. It's one of those overpowered multis intended for the bodybuilding crowd. 6,000% of this, 3,000% of that. I'm supposed to, supposed to take three pills to hit my dose, but I just take one. I've reflected on just how ridiculous this is a few times. I know what a multivitamin is for. I know why and how it should be used. I don't really believe in this purpose at all, but here I am. I think multivitamins, green powders, and a handful of other supplements are actually subtly undermining health. I think these things can be dangerous in the right circumstances, and I think those circumstances are common. And here's why. Multi. A multivitamin is an interesting idea. On the surface, it seems inherently good. All the vitamins and minerals you need in one convenient bottle. Take it once or twice per day and your nutrient needs for the day have been met. Is that really a good idea, though? I often get in trouble with my friends for suggesting without a question any single solution that's meant to cover all needs. I've even applied this argument to the Canadian healthcare system and to the fact that the prevalence of good healthcare has health consequences in some ways. That's another discussion for another day. Is it actually good to promise you can meet your nutrient needs with one reasonably priced pill? The argument for is clear. It's convenient, it's probably great for the health of your body and mind, and it would reduce the amount of effort you need to apply to meet your needs. What's not to like? If the point of the multivitamin is to provide all the nutrients the body needs, it's an admirable thing. That goal, as far as I can tell, is beyond questioning. It makes sense to provide the body with everything it needs, right? Even making this pill convenient seems admirable. We know that adherence is key to making any lasting diet, exercise, and performance changes. Without being able to follow an approach, an approach over time, the approach is doomed to fail. Making key aspects of the, of the approach convenient seems like a good idea. As with many good things, there's another side to this coin. Acedia. Acedia, the deadly sin of sloth. The ancient Greek term eventually came to refer to a lack of interest or care. Today it means all of these things, as well as apathy and laziness. There are many annoying things about buying ha biohacking and shortcuts. The one that bothers me most is the human need to find a way around the hard work. We constantly look for the path that evades struggle and admires efficiency to the point of laziness. Where do we draw the line between efficiency and sloth? For something to be efficient, I'd argue it must be able to accomplish the goal at hand. A path may be highly convenient and easy to walk, but if that path takes you nowhere, you can't really call it efficient. A treadmill may be convenient, but it's not an efficient way to get from one place to another. So, do multivitamins get you somewhere? I'm not convinced they do. Some studies suggest there are no effects on all-cause mortality, 
but these studies have so many holes in them I don't really see the point in taking them seriously. They do help in one regard, though. They tell us that there are holes everywhere in the multivitamin game. If a large observational study reports multivitamins have no effect on all-cause mortality, we have to ask if all the participants use the same multi. Did they all use the same brand, the same pill, the same dose? Did they all take the dose every day? Were some of them occasional smokers? Did multis work well with a history of heart disease? What if some of the study participants didn't exercise a day in their life, while others were marathon runners? And what if, drum roll please, some of these people ate an appropriate diet and others did not? See the holes? While the multi-companies may not promise a panacea, this is the direction the human mind moves. Give us an inch and we'll take a mile. Give us a multi and we'll never eat another vegetable again. This promise of a convenient and comprehensive solution does reek of laziness and the shirking of responsibility. Why would you want a multi in the first place if you're eating the way you know you should be eating? If you eat fruits and vegetables four times a day, you eat animal products, and you go to your way to have a varied diet, what's the use of a multivitamin? We package these things and mention convenience, science, dosages, and so forth, but we never mention the appeal to acedia. It's there. Even if it isn't there when you first buy these pills, it'll creep in eventually. I can't speak for anyone else, but I know for a fact that I'm more comfortable skipping my daily veggies if I've used a multi and some greens powder. I feel as though my bases are covered, even as my logical brain screams at me to eat a plant. I've spoken to a few physique competitors that tell me straight up they just don't eat fruits and veggies. They don't like them. They take a fruit powder supplement and a green supplement. So it's all good, right? Even if that did work from a nutrient perspective, is it good from a human spirit perspective? Is it good to embrace this acedia when we could instead shoulder the burden of eating as we're supposed to eat? Are we looking for an easy way out when we should look for the grit to do what we need to do? Dose. I don't have a problem with the dosages in multivitamins for one reason. I know these doses are generally inadequate. These individual vitamin amounts are there to take, to take up space on a label, not to keep me healthy. I know this. I know it as I take my multi out of its bottle. I know it as I wash the pill down with water every morning. I know, for example, that I probably get plenty of zinc in my diet. I eat a good amount of red meat. I frequently eat beef liver, which is packed with zinc. My zinc is probably on point. I also know that zinc is more rapidly deple depleted in the body with heavy exercise. I don't think many people exercise heavier than I do. So it's a good thing to take my, I take my multi, right? The multi has my back. I know for a fact it contains zinc, so I've got my bases covered, right? There's a problem though. My multivitamin has five milligrams of zinc per capsule. I know that 5 to 15 milligrams is considered a good dosage to take as a daily preventative. Preventative of what? That's another question entirely. What am I trying to prevent? 
The only thing I could possibly look to prevent by taking zinc is zinc deficiency. If I'm not deficient in zinc, zinc will do its thing and we'll be happy and healthy. If I'm deficient, I may have some issues. The recommended dose for those at risk of zinc deficiency is 45 to 55 milligrams. LOL. So if I actually care about preventing zinc deficiency through the use of my multivitamin, I have two options. Number one, take a dose that will do absolute fuck all. And number two, take nine of my multi capsules per day and immediately suffer toxicity from the overdose of many other vitamins in the mix. Ah, great options. Which should I go with? If you're faced, what's I say? If you're faced with a money-wasting, health-harming, insufficient dose or an overdose, you're kind of up shit creek without a paddle. This isn't specific to zinc, either. I know these things about zinc because I've been deficient in the past. But the same applies to anything else on that multi-label. Do a little research. Does the dosage in your multi actually do anything at all? Most of the vitamins and minerals in your multivitamin provide a maintenance dose of some sort, i.e., a dose that won't do anything to help you if you're actually at risk of deficiency. If you're at risk of deficiency, the dose isn't high enough to do anything. If you aren't at risk of deficiency, the dose doesn't really do anything at all, unless you complete you eat like a complete asshole. The worst part of this whole situation may be your sweet, comfortable, smooth-riding demise. While your deficiency develops, you'll feel as though you've got your bases covered. There's zinc in the pill after all, so I must be good. You can feel good about your efforts right up until you feel bad because you're deficient. This comfort comes from feeling protected. My multi is protecting me by providing me with everything I need, regardless of diet, lifestyle, or any other trivial factor like that. That's, there's, some, there's some sarcasm in there, if you couldn't hear it in my voice. I think it can be good to feel protected sometimes, but sometimes it directly works against you. This is why I'm now doing sprint training. I'm not going to be the slowest runner in the zombie apocalypse. No thanks. I'm not going to rely on the police or military to quell the zombie uprising. I've seen far too many zombie movies to feel protected by the government. In the case of Maltese and green powders, greens powders, these things make me feel safe from nutritional deficiencies. As such, maybe my diet slides a little bit. There isn't the same urgency to get my nutrients from real food, because I've got this weird, green, shit and strawberry flavored supplement taking care of it for me. Seems a little suspect, no? Examine. The ancient Greek philosopher Socrates was the man when it came to one-liners. One time, he said, the unexamined life is not worth living. I bet that guy was a real hoot at parties. I like making connections between things that don't seem connected. I don't think I'm an expert in any given field, and I think that's why I'm good at what I do. I see the thread from the discussion above tying together many aspects of nutrition, training, and clinical work. When a new supplement or exercise device or whatever it is comes out, my gut reaction is to hate it. I can bet the farm that this new thing is promising something it can't deliver, for one. I bet it's going to cost people time and money, and it's going to deceive them. 
I'm right about this 99.9% of the time. Still, I play a game with myself. I ask, what if it did work? What if it did what it says it can do? If this new thing did what it was supposed to do, what would it mean for me, my training, my diet, my clients, and for the human community in general? So many products and so many diverse fields offer the same thing. Here's an easier way to do something you don't like doing. Most of the time, the thing you don't like doing is called thinking. Here, take this pill and you don't have to worry about changing your behavior to consume more veggies. Just take the pill and let your brain turn to mush. It'll be great. Socrates has been very influential in my life for a few reasons, and this idea of examining your life is just the tip of the iceberg. I think these products and supplements close the door to really examining why you're doing what you're doing, what you're doing right, and what you're doing wrong. They close the door to the real value in these experiences. Back to zinc. If I live in a world in which multivitamins, powders, and pills don't exist, the situation is very different. If I'm afraid of a zinc deficiency, I'll have to actually look at my diet. Is it reasonable to think what I'm eating now doesn't provide enough zinc? If my intake is inadequate, how can I get more? In order to solve this problem, I have to learn. A lot. I have to figure out why I think I'm deficient. What symptoms or signs should I see? I have to analyze my current diet food by food, behavior by behavior. Am I eating zinc-rich foods consistently? Finally, if I still have a problem, I have many productive solutions to work towards. I have to research which foods are rich in zinc. Cough, liver, cough. I have to figure out where to buy these foods. I have to learn how to prepare them. I have to strategize over how to include them in my diet regularly. I have to build these good behaviors and maintain them over time. This sounds like a lot of work, but this is a beautiful process. Every aspect of it makes me better at being a human being. I have to learn many things about the world around me and apply them effectively. I have to grow. It may be inconvenient, and it may take work, but the alternative is acedia. If I can strawman the appeal to acedia for a second to make my point, I will. The extreme in acedia is caring about nothing, that's apathy, doing nothing, that's sloth, and experiencing nothing. Is that the extreme we want to slide towards? Multivitaminism. I see us facing a gradual and appealing decline as a species. I'm not a Luddite or anything, but I don't think everything in life being made easier is inherently better. The promise of multivitaminism is one of easy, safety, is one of ease, safety, comfort, and a relinquishing of responsibility in the real world. Here, just take this one pill and you don't have to think about to think for a while. You don't have to question your behaviors or work to build better behaviors. You don't have to struggle or try or even care. As I mentioned earlier, I still take my multi. I took one just a couple of hours ago. Why? I couldn't tell you. Do I think it's going to prevent any actual health issues? Not really. 
Do I think it's saving me from deficiency? Hell no. Do I feel more comfortable taking one? And does this comfort result in me eating fewer vegetables? Yep. I suppose this brings us full circle to Socrates. I'm not sure exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing with my daily multi, but I'm going to question it. I'm pretty positive that the more I question it, the more I'll realize that this pill is creating problems rather than solving them. If the pill ends up being the start of a, of a thread, the hint of a multivitaministic life, I couldn't possibly be happier. I know I'll find extra work to do. I know it'll be uncomfortable and inconvenient in many ways. That's okay. It beats the unexamined life. So that is the end of the article right there. Um, trying to tie together a bunch of different topics kind of in one specific context here, as in many of the articles I do. But it's almost as though the, the multivitamin is just a really good representative of kind of a, a perspective, a way of life, a way of doing things, and maybe the common way of doing things. We've got this like hacking, biohacking, shortcut supplement culture, and it's definitely expanding. You know, these are big, these are massive businesses, and they're only getting bigger. Uh, the marketing is only getting better for them. And the alternatives, like hard work and exercise and diet and all that kind of stuff, are, you know, they're not, they're not that appealing compared to taking one convenient pill. This is the same problem you see with fat burners and branched-chain amino acids and, you know, fill-in-the-blank here or there, right? I mean, it's just everything. Everything that you could buy in the supplement game or multivitamin game or whatever it is, you're, you're trying to work around a problem that could probably be solved in another way through lifestyle or through some strategy or through a little extra work that you just don't want to work on. I'm saying you here, but I'm also not clearly talking about myself because I'm taking the multivitamin still. I don't think there's anything wrong with a pill, you know, like the pill itself, like the, the multivitamin pill, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. Like I said at the start of the article, I think it's, it seems like an admirable idea. You know, why not? Why not? Like the, if you can provide uh, vitamins that might otherwise be missed out on, that makes a ton of sense. But the interaction with or between that physical object in this case that product and the human mind is a complicated thing and we can't just take something that's inherently good and just i don't think we can i don't think we can take something that's inherently good and just enjoy it without any consequence i think thinking that'll happen is kind of naive that's not the way we work and i'm drawing some inference based on my own experience here but I know for a fact that those days where I'm taking the multi and I'll use a greens powder or something like that, I genuinely don't feel like I have to eat vegetables quite as much. And it's kind of beside the point whether or not I actually have to. You know, it, are the maltese and the, and the greens powders covering my bases? I don't know. It's actually, you know, it's really hard to tell if I'm not doing blood work every three hours. Um... And I'm pretty healthy, right? I'm healthy, happy, all that kind of stuff. So who cares, right? Um, but that's kind of beside the point. You know, the, the, the point here is that is is that kind of shortcut, that convenient measure, is it actually good for me in some way? Or are there consequences there? 
And if we stick in the purely kind of nutritional, vitamin, chemical realm, we know that there are things in vegetables that kind of work. I don't know, there's, there are proper terms for this, but I don't care enough to know them right now. They, there are things that, that act synergistically. It's like the, the fiber that you would get from veggies interacts with the phytochemicals and the nutrients and it helps with absorption of those things. It helps like your, your body's, my point here is that your body is going to take a very complex thing in a vegetable and it's going to use it in dozens and dozens of con complex ways that we don't fully understand the scope of. Certainly as a layman or even as like a coach like myself, I can't understand all of those processes. But like to be to, to understand all those processes, you'd have to be a biochemical expert. So my point is that wouldn't it be better to focus on that macro of kind of uh, building a healthy lifestyle that includes all these really good uh, good habits and behaviors and you know maybe they take a little more work and maybe there's nothing wrong with the fact that they take a little more work wouldn't that be better than this shortcut culture this multivitaminism like that's what we do in the gym right i mean if you if you actually want to get stronger you actually want to lose weight and you actually you know you have you have any goal you're actually serious about you might look at it and think, you know, what's the least amount of work that'll get me there. But if you have a serious deadline and you seriously care about it, you know that there's work involved. You know you have to do some work. And if you actually care about the goal, you're going to do that work. And that's kind of like, you just have to bring all the discussions back to that, essentially. Because, you know, if, if you do care, then you're going to do it. And if I actually care about doing everything that my body needs from a nutritional perspective is it asking too much for me to eat vegetables and fruits instead of just popping a pill seems kind of ridiculous um but anyways that's just kind of scratching the surface of a whole bunch of different topics and many of the, just kind of the perpetual topics that are in this this health and uh, nutrition fitness fields all that kind of stuff so I hope you enjoyed that article. Um, I hope you're enjoying me reading it out loud like this. If there are other ones you want to hear from me, then definitely let me know. Just um, get in touch with me through social media or YouTube or wherever you're watching this or listening to this. And uh, I'll talk to you guys again soon. You can check out this article again at conquesthp.com. And it is called Multivitamins, Greens, and the Unexamined Life. All right, talk to you guys again soon.